Yeah, I feel... I, I do that a lot with YouTube channels, surprisingly, where it's sure. just like, oh, I want all of this content, and then none of it. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe I'll check back in in a couple years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I, yeah, I'm doing the same exact thing. Yeah, that's how I feel about that parkour channel that I found, where it, it feels a lot like El Toro Ryan, where I get really, really, really into it, and then in three months, I'm going to just be like, oh, I haven't listened to that at all. Sure, sure. I quite like the um currently i'm i'm into the channel big joel mm, very specific what what does big joel talk about like he's uh, Lindsay ellisy h-bomber oh. guy he just like leftists actually he kind of does what we do except against like really cringy right-wing youtube channels and it's very fun except because he like he he does a really good job of did breaking them down not like he'll occasionally you know make fun of them and like little jabs here and there but mostly it's it's pretty uh i don't know it's it's mostly pretty kind of like done in a respectful thoughtful way oh yeah that's cool yeah well, um, isn't that kind of what we're talking about today? And speaking of that, welcome to Content with Content, the podcast where we talk about different content creators and what we like about them and what we don't like about them. If you like this episode, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you can do all that on your podcast application or tell a friend about us. Um, I am Brent, uh, the fake news sorgan free, and with me as all, always is Oliver QAnon Books. <laughs> today I think we're going to be talking about um, some more news, a.k.a. Dr. Mr. Cody on twitter and if you'd like to follow us on twitter you can follow us at c with c podcast yeah are, are you okay cody after after what we've been our research i'm less sure I, and maybe that's not <laughs> the most important question is is am i okay because <laughs> i'm kind of not fair that is yeah um yeah, so how did you... It's your pick, so how did you find out about him? You sent me the movie. I did? Wow. Okay. That's it, yeah. I, uh, I'm i very new to some more news. Oh. I am a, a, a liberal simp cuck, though, so <laughs> I... I, I, I uh, Thanks for staying on brand. Uh, excuse me, uh, beta liberal simp cuck. <laughs> I wouldn't want to leave that out, so... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, soy boy, low T, beta cuck. So how I found out about Cody, yes. he used to work for crack.com and the channel we're talking about originated on cracked and it wasn't called some more news. It was called even more news. Okay. And then in 2017, when everybody in their video department got fired, they all went off and did their own thing. And Cody was like, I'm going to take this idea and legally distinguish it from the former <laughs> and then just keep doing what I've been doing. Smart. And, and it's four years later now. And so I think he got away with it. Yeah. Well, the, I was during our research, I went back and I looked at some of the stuff he had. I don't, I can't put a, like a year on it, but yeah. it was older and it's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Like the, the production quality. And and his deliver delivery and the the way in which they use news style cuts as com- comedic effect it's all like across the board has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I kind of love Warmbo as a as a joke character. <laughs> yeah, for the people who don't know, who is Warmbo? Warmbo is a Muppet. Uh, 
is it like a Cody Muppet? It seems like it's a Cody Muppet. It feels like all of the characters, except for the one who wants him to eat eggs, is <laughs> is I'm is Cody in some form or another. Right, right. Gathered. Yeah, and yeah, but the joke of Warmo being like the the hyper nice. I want everything to be all strawberries and roses, and everything is good and. Mr. Cody, make sure you tell them how good everything is. Rah! You know, like, like mm-hmm. you know, evil under the surface, just like I like most of my content. Yeah. Yeah. So, w- there's not really initial impressions, right? Well, there is. Um, spoiler, I really like Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the people who I was aware when he... I might not have been aware, but around the time I got into Cracked is when he joined the cast, and he he was specifically cited in the Small Beans episode where they were talking about Cracked Mm -hmm. um, as a person who came in and got a lot of fan backlash. Interesting. Yeah, and soldiered through that as, I mean, (laughs) one of the really good points they made on, (laughs) on that episode of Small Beans was... Um, we like this guy. That's why we're working with him. It's not like it's not like the dictators who run this place were like, "Hey, this asshole is going to come in, and you guys have to work with him." Right, right. Um, so I was around for that, and I don't know. I've I was when it was even more news. It was ten minute videos, like fairly sure, consistently, sure. and it's been one of those things where depending on how strongly I feel about politics, I, I'm more or less engaged with it, but it is one of my, it's some more news. Now the legal Eagle and uh, John Oliver is where I'm going to go to get my news. So you got a head full of propaganda. Well, (laughs) leftist propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. The good kind. It's, (laughs) it's all really propaganda. Right. Right. Well, and that's, I was actually going to bring that up at some point during this episode. Is it like some more news feels like the most, uh, the most one-sided. One-sided? Yeah. Uh, of all of the news sources I take in. That being said, that side is progressive, not liberal Democrat. Yeah. So like, I don't even really care because i agree with most of it what is progressive versus liberal democrat to you um uh, corporatism is is a liberal democrat thing progressive is like anti-corporate okay um corporatism uh it, it's a lot of the s- similar social things but just taken to their natural conclusion as opposed to oh this is a trendy topic right now uh for instance how most liberal democrats uh, flip-flop on tons and tons and tons of social issues as it becomes more popular in the cultural zeitgeist mm-hmm. uh, for instance everything having to do with like hillary clinton's view on lgbtqia plus stuff going from like am our bad to am our good um I didn't know she did that. Uh, it, it's been like from, and I think Joe Biden even kind of did that going from the 80s and early 90s into the now. Yeah. I mean, it. That, that's kind of a sticky situation because it, it's cultural relevance. Like if you put yourself back in 1980, I, I was thinking of this earlier. Let's backtrack slightly. Yeah. Um, 
I read a book called And the Band Plays On, and it's uh, actually a fairly good book. I've um, heard of it. Yeah, it's about the AIDS crisis in the, from 1980 to 1985 or 6 or okay. maybe 7. Right on. Um, written by a gay dude who lived in Los Angeles, and it's like a big expose. And what I really liked about the book is is them breaking down like they know who people like first the first people who had this really bad strain of HIV were in America mm-hmm. and the stuff I really didn't like about it is hey it turns out that Republicans didn't like gay people back then and it's like yeah I, I know that <laughs> shocking they still don't yeah <laughs> um and it, it's like whatever but to put yourself in the context of in 1988 not a lot of people cared about gay or lgbtqia plus issues in the least like they didn't care about gay issues and they definitely didn't give a shit about the the rest rest of the litters yeah yeah Yeah. like that wasn't even a a a thing and Mm -hmm. and Uh, here's okay maybe this is a better example than than the uh the the one i just brought up but i feel as though progressive ideologies don't bend to what voter uh, preferences. So back then, when when gay rights issues were blossoming, mm-hmm. I would say progressives would would have already been in the camp of, well, we should be doing this the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense. And I, I, there's more to it than that, but I think that's kind of so. Yeah, that's why it's so, honestly pretty refreshing. Uh, to hear Cody talk about like how actually Joe Biden is kind of shitty. I, I do think there's a, something to be said about white liberal, like upper mi- middle class to plus mm-hmm. that um, I guess feels like that comfort in the norms and and they like how their life has treated them, but they think things should be better for the people that are worse than them, mm-hmm. or not worse than them, but like uh, less fortunate, whatever. However, mm-hmm. they see things, and this is just observationally. Um, I, I think that's sort of Joe Biden's n- niche, where he can say like, "Well, don't worry, we're not going to change things. We're just going to make them better." And <laughs> We're going to keep them the same, but they're going to be better. Right, exactly. And like... How is that not make America great again? Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> like, it, it's just different branding. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, a little less obviously, like, maniacal. But, like, he still bombed the shit out of Syria recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um, and to try and bring it back to some more news, that's, yeah. that's why I'm not a consistent viewer of the the stuff like every now and again I'll, i will become really invested or engaged with it and knowing that i had to go back or we were going to do this i watched a couple of his videos and one of them was um <laughs> the i'm gonna say i'm gonna talk a whole bunch about i think it's an hour-long video of i'm gonna talk about things i don't like about joe biden and mm-hmm. he talked about the yep. situation in minneapolis and how the police the the uh, Floyd, yeah, George Floyd. George Floyd. That's yeah. it. Um, the George Floyd situation and how that hasn't really manifested itself in any real change in the department and yeah. 
the continued shooting of unarmed black people in this country is not going to change. And that makes me feel hopeless and very sad. And I (laughs) wish it was different. And I have no idea how to change any of that. Yeah. And so I find myself not wanting to sit in that for a really long time. And I, maybe that's, I'm one of the bad ones. I, I don't necessarily think so, but I do think Cody is using his platform to instigate thought about that change. Like, so say you're put into a position of, of power, Mm -hmm. you would bring those, those ideas, whether they're hopeless or not with you into that position. And you could facilitate the world that you want to see in the things that you have power over. Yes. And I'm hoping maybe against hope that, that him being angry, progressive Cody, who's clearly not okay, but very entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. um, is bringing those ideas into yeah. more of the, the cultural view. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, politics are basically just what the media tells us they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Uh, there's an old Pat Oswald joke about um, they they have us arguing over abortion and gay rights and things that, in the big scheme of things, don't really matter. So they can fuck us on the really big stuff like war and corporations. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's a reason that the SEC halted trading when when normies were starting to get rich off of GameStop. Yeah, and that's again frustrating. And and like, how do you deal with that? How do you why is it so hard to have a candidate that I want to vote for as opposed to like a person I really, really, really don't want to vote for and a person that is definitely better? Like, I like that I don't have to hear about what's going on in the <laughs> office yeah. for the last three months mm-hmm. on a daily basis, right. even though I don't seek out that. Um, but also when when Cody tells me, well, you know, things aren't getting as we're not making America great again, again. (laughs) They've given the children in cages, a luxury cages. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, uh, I think you kind of missed the point there. Yeah. Sleepy Joe. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I, I I do yet to your, your question. I wish there was someone who we actually wanted. And I think that can happen. It just, the media sources have to change because I mean, Okay, I watched this thing about Sean Hannity, uh, which sucks. That dude makes $36 million a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's clearly benefiting from the status quo. Yeah. And I'm sure that is basically par for the course across every level of that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure all these big time primetime anchors are making tons and tons and tons and tons of money yeah um and everyone most of the way down to like even the caterers are making 40 g's a year it's a big big business um and why wouldn't why would they advocate any change well i mean they kind of don't want to exactly exactly that's why i think youtube granted propaganda yes it is but everything is so i just i do want to clear that out because Mm -hmm. i think someone pointing to Cody and being like, this is clearly leftist propaganda. It's like, well, yeah, but that's okay. Like, so my, how I feel about Cody is he, 
it's yes, it's propaganda. He's telling me what I want to hear. Right. It, even though it, it it isn't what I want to hear, but it what I want to say about it is that he voices my ideology back to me mm-hmm. um, in a way that I don't even see it. Like I, I push up against some things that John Oliver says. I push up against some things the legal eagle has said mm-hmm. in my head, even if, you know, cause I don't break it down. I don't watch a legal eagle video and get you on the phone and be like, Oliver, let me tell you about this bullshit. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, but in a way of like, I don't know, it, it, it feels like it lines up pretty much perfectly with my ideology of, I think, gay people are people and, and trans lives matter, even though I feel a little weird about the co-op, cooperation, them co-opting, as I see it, Black Lives Matter and, and using it for their own thing. Like, I, I think it is important that trans people get rights, mm-hmm. but I think that is a separate issue from Black Lives Matter in a completely different way. Yes, I agree. It's I I I sort of agree. I, I think cuz I think they're all they're all based in the same root cause of intolerance mm-hmm. being built into the system that has been created. Yeah. Um but yes, I understand what you're saying. And I it's it, why I'm concerned about that is the climate change versus global warming debate where <laughs> sure. Because Apparently on the left, we have to say everything in the exact perfect way and future proof it or else idiots are going to take it and say, well, actually, you guys didn't say it the right way. So it's a different thing. And I can continue to hold this stupid opinion mm-hmm. and our elected officials will just be like, well, actually, see this, this. Right. Right. Ugh. Yeah. But it's going to idiot. And I guess with with all of it, I, I just basically all of that for me is to say that I want more ground level information sources. Mm -hmm. Um, People who don't benefit from the status quo. Uh, And I think Cody is a really good example of that. Like, you know, he's making good money. He likes doing what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he even made a joke in one of his more recent ones about like him using cor- YouTube as a corporation, like which is owned by Google, which is one of the big bads, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, that's kind of the weird thing of, I mean, assuming that Cody becomes as popular as Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson, or why is Tucker Carlson? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode, though. But I mean, like, how do you, how do you break through and maintain? Because if you break through, then you're intrinsically linked to the status quo being kind of the same. Yeah. In the same way as grunge artists in the 90s sang about being real sad and then they got super rich. And it's like, well, why are you guys still singing about being sad? <laughs> because it makes you money. Yeah. And yeah. so that's a potential conflict of interest. Right, right. And I, yeah, I do agree with you. And it's, it's sort of like there you can just keep going down that rabbit yeah. hole uh, i <laughs> to bring it back to my favorite sitcom the good place there's an episode where spoiler alert uh they go and they find out that people haven't been going to the good place for hundreds of years mm-hmm. um because no it's based on like a points system and so if 
you so is a, the good place an allegory for heaven yeah yeah it's okay. like a heaven and hell kind of situation um and so people haven't been going to the good place for hundreds of years uh because say you give your grandma a rose back in the day that was you going to a rose picking it and giving it to your grandma you get 10 points mm-hmm. um now it's you go to the flower shop participate in crony capitalism minus five points then the rose has come from uh somewhere that exploits their labors that's minus 100 points then they're uh and basically it just like goes all the way down mm-hmm. and it's like it's impossible because of the world that we have created for ourselves in the name of convenience or progress or whatever to do something that is truly inherently 100 percent good mm-hmm. um even if you are 100 percent giving of your time to charities and all this stuff you're still participating in a world that is inherently bad so um that's a really good metaphor yeah so when you talk about things like cody trying to affect change with his angry adorable adorable scruffy face um he he, i think this is the best platform to do that on and he is in possibly one of the best positions to do that on he's coming from a place of privilege in that he is you know a white Gen X slash millennial guy who has an inherent audience. Right. Right. So he's coming from a place of privilege and he's using his media smarts to show an image that does not directly benefit him at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. which is good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the good place analogy was kind of where I in the thought experiment of where does this lead me? It's in a van in the woods trying to be a good person by myself right? or with a, a small group of people. And, but I, I like the internet and I like my house and I like my dog. And yeah, how do I do, how do I be a good person in today's world when it, it feels so bad is something I, that I dislike and like that he doesn't give me my opinion on, you know? Yeah, I mean, because bottom line, there's no easy answers for how to be good. And I think that's, I mean, it's perfectly uh, exhibited by how, like, angry he portrays himself to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really appreciate that that's kind of his whole thing is like, I just want things to be okay. I just want things to be good. Mm -hmm. And it's not gonna. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't yeah it's frustrating but he makes really good content and it's it's enjoyable and usually fairly humorous to watch and that's another thing you know like he makes it entertaining um to me he seems like a more okay i I don't remember i think it was on npr and i like kind of hated the the segment but i remember hearing like there are four levels of how maybe it wasn't it was I don't know, whatever. It was on the radio a long ass time ago, but it's always stuck with me. And hearing someone say there are people who are positive helpers, negative helpers, positive detractors, and negative detractors. Mm -hmm. So there are people who are trying to do better and help out. And (laughs) there are people who are, I don't know, like trying to help out and make things better around them in a negative way. Um, and then there are people who are 
you know, like slick Connie kind of men who are detracting from the people around them. Mm -hmm. And then there are just people who are just angry about and taking and sucking all the life out of everything around them. Um, where, so I think looking at Cody, I'm like, yeah, he's like angry and that's his whole shtick, but like he is communicating helpful things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, even on bad days, I try to be at least part of that, like, negative helper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it is important to, to make sure to acknowledge that he is so, so one-sided. Like, I do think it's important to, I don't know, take a peek at some of the things surround like Tucker Carlson is a racist uh, piece of shit <laughs> but stuck to landing on that one <laughs> but maybe he has some redeeming qualities Republicans seem to really like him yeah I I don't know I, xenophobic that's what I was looking for xenophobic um, I don't know a lot about the, like, I know a lot of people who dislike Tucker Carlson, but I don't know any of what he says besides that it seems to be bad. Um, but again, that could be people selecting his quotes. So I, I can't speak to that. I can't even really speak to like Ben Shapiro or the, mo the most of any of that, that I've heard the person say with my two ears is Alex Jones. Sure. Um, and again, he plays that game where he apparently does not like Jewish people and does not like immigrants and probably is racist. And he tiptoes around the lines of he understands that he can't say specific words, but I, I mm -hmm. it's like, he's clearly this, but that's also still totally acceptable. Well, and then that goes back to what you were saying earlier is like, Unless you say in exact words, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of neckbeards that are like, but they didn't, but well, actually tips fedora. Yeah. But as we learned with the orange person, uh, like that was an interesting thought experiment of what if he, he, like, I know he, he seems intelligent enough to not say like the N word for instance, but what if he did? Because there was a whole lot of stuff that that guy said that it didn't seem like you were allowed to say that he just said and there was proof of it and then nobody cared. Right. Well, and exactly. Exactly. I, I, and I think that leads to a, a heightened level of divisiveness, which, of course, then that side turns around and says, well, you're being divisive. It's like, well, no, we just hate the guy that's clearly a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, I, I, the, the division, I think, is, is rooted in, in people actually saying that stuff. So as long as there's a plausible deniability, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, and as a result of being able to say whatever you want, you can kind of lead a, a coup against democracy. Right. And, Ugh. yeah, I, we're, I, who. I feel like we're way off topic, but also very much on topic of <laughs> yeah. where I'm getting upset and angry and, and 
I I like Cody a lot because he says things in an interesting and entertaining way, but I also dislike talking about this stuff and thinking about this stuff because I don't know how to change it. Right, right. That sounds like control, my friend. Control? A control problem. Yeah, well, I don't have any control over any of it, and yeah. <laughs> and that sucks. Yeah. To Travis Shamockery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those words mean, but I like them. A travesty, a sham, and a mockery all oh, together. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, it's good. from a movie or a... Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I... Um, so, yeah, you... Going all the way back to, like, beginning, uh, you sent me the movie, and that's the first thing I ever watched of him, and uh, what got me is he talked about all of the goings on in the world in the context of pop culture and uh, specifically the Mario Brothers movie, which I love, hate. Like, I acknowledge it's a terrible, terrible movie. (laughs) But, like, I also had it... I recorded it on my VHS player from HBO when I was a child because it was the Mario Brothers. It's this. It's a weird thing that it's so zeitgeisty, but it's also so... It's it's so bad it's somehow become good because it's bad but it's still bad yeah and it's 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 weird bad because like the room is just terrible yeah but mario that's like a bunch of really talented people mm-hmm. uh a huge budget but somehow it's not at all mario and it's no. gross and like bad and weird and wrong. yeah and just it's wrong that's the thing like if the room is an alien who has never seen a movie, just <laughs> described a movie and has created this thing, then the Mario Brothers is someone who has seen a movie one time, but told to make it the opposite of what it is. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I didn't rewatch the movie, um, which again, I not having. I watched it like three times the day it came out because it <laughs> premiered, and I I put it on, and I got it like. 45 minutes in mm-hmm. and then I went back and watched the whole thing again and then I went w- back and watched the whole thing again and I haven't watched it since then nice. but I remember there was hope at the end of that and I really like to me that's one of his better pieces of content because it it felt like yeah things are wrong in the world and it's difficult and it might not be as good to go back because it it feels like it might have been made for the time it was created and i realized mm-hmm. that that was five months ago or something like that yeah. probably not even that yeah um <laughs> yeah but it, it was very much the end of donald trump's presidency and the hope that is potentially with joe biden mm-hmm. joe biden um <laughs> sleepy joe yeah um but it was I don't know. It was fun and it was entertaining and it was it was whimsical and serious and again it felt like it felt like when all of the protests, the Black Lives Matter protests, were going on, where I was like, this feels like it could really change something. Um, cut to several months later, or about a year later, and we're still waiting. Yeah, um, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, but it it's kind of the sports movie thing where. I want to be inspired and I want to have that I want to have a touchstone that I can go back to and say things can get good again and and if we all come together and believe and and try and be good people we can actually affect change which I appreciate a lot more than his Joe Biden's kind of a jerk video where it's just like hey this all sucks and it's gonna keep sucking and there's really nothing we can do about it yeah yeah 
Yeah, so what did you like about the movie? Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was an enjoyable piece of content. It's a great way to get uh, introduced to some more news. Um, You know, I think all of, like, the weird characters got really good. Like, just from a storytelling perspective, it was really good. Um, It clearly had, like, a professional level of of production put into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I... I th- it was a unique t- unique take on the uh, I mean the horror of the time the like existential horror of having a president who just hates whole groups of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I just like thinking about it. I that gave me a really good impression. Uh, and now some more like immediately some more news jumped to. Maybe not. It's not something I watch like day of, mm-hmm. but within a couple of days, I, yeah. I always put it on. Um, which is, you know, he has as high a priority as John Oliver, and I've been watching John Oliver for years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think they're very similar in content. And yeah, I think John Oliver can be a little bit better with um, call to action stuff. Like at oh, the sure. end of his videos, he'll say here's where you can go here's a website here's here's what you can do to try and change this which sure sure cody doesn't do as well mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point um and i do think i prefer cody's politics a little bit mm-hmm. um, although in the pandemic i feel like john oliver has taken a page out of his uh playbook Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also John Oliver is a team of writers where Cody seems like it's him and Katie Stoller, who is yeah. his longtime girlfriend, also worked at Cracked. Oh. There might be a few other people, but that's the lady who's trying to get him to eat the eggs. <laughs> eat the egg, Cody! Yeah. Um, <laughs> he ate that egg. Yeah. They also have a podcast called... Ev- called Even More? No. Even More News? Uh, something else. They yeah, yeah. I've listened po- to it. A podcast that's very similar to some more news, and then they have another one called Worst Year Ever, which I think was oh, I didn't know about that. Started one. in two thousand six, and or maybe last year. Well, it has to be or, but it it kind of spun off into the things have gone crazy, and I haven't listened to either one of those because mm. um the. The news one may, would probably make me feel too sad, and I just haven't gotten around to being aware of it when I'm looking for new podcasts to listen to, which I'm kind of in a little bit of a rut right now. That's exactly... I think I was telling you right before we started recording is I, I'm between podcasts, and I'm just kind of like burnt out, and I keep meaning to listen to even more news. I listened to the one about GameStop mm-hmm. um, when that was a thing. Yeah. Uh and they interviewed some financial analyst, like a progressive financial analyst, because I got to be honest, I'm really sick of hearing from like fucking Dave Ramsey. I hate that guy. He uh, sucks. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, he's, he is a, a finance guru, kind of like one of the big like finance gurus. Okay. And his whole thing is like, don't spend money, save it all, put it, you know, get make, you know, save it up and you get your return and you don't ever carry any debt and just your mortgage and then you're like but but sir how do you um get a mortgage when you don't have credit and he's like ah, you use the money you saved in your shoebox ah. uh, he's like an angry old man who yells at people about buying coffee okay yeah but so like fuck you guy <laughs> yeah 
I mean, yes and no. I was I had a conversation with somebody else about politics, about like, yeah, you should probably like people are gonna need to live and need to can enjoy spend their money how they want yeah. really um but if you're buying you know three hundred dollars worth of weed every two weeks i i feel less i feel some kind of way about that versus you know buying a cup of coffee yeah i mean my thing is like is it within your means do you have a plan yeah um are you happy day to day yeah and i explain that very poorly but but the idea of like using money you don't have to do get things that seem superfluous yeah yeah like because i think the weed thing like when i was buying that amount of weed uh i didn't have that money for anything and you know i'd come out of other places Mm -hmm. and i yeah that's a whole bigger conversation probably another episode that i don't even know of a content creator where we could talk about it (laughs) sure yeah, being in recovery and having opinions about stuff is kind of weird. Especially yeah. if you've been in it for a little while. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. It does, I mean, yeah, recovery can get a little culty. I mean. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I don't know how we got here. Nobody does. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, this is basically just a series of strange tangents, but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the some more new or even more news podcast. I I have wanted to um, like get into, mm-hmm. and then every time I'm listening, looking for a podcast, I'm like, oh, I should figure out what I want to listen to next, and then I just forget. <laughs> yeah, I'm tr- going to um, right now subscribe to Worst Year Ever, so I can remember that. Because there's, there's some podcasts that I've been listening to that are falling down in my rankings recently. Mm. Care to expand upon that? Um, It's just I, it's a lot of wrestling content that's just... Sure. The news of the day-to-day wrestling stuff I'm not as enjoyable or not as interested in. And that sure, sure. was you know, an hour of content every day that is not in my playlist. And what mm-hmm. I have been doing is going back to stuff I enjoy and just re-listening to old stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 So if you have any podcast recommendations, send them to see with C podcast at Gmail or <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. 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 No kidding. I, I would, I, I'm kind of in the same same situation, although my YouTube thing has gotten really full, but now I'm just, like, kind of tired of working so hard at, like... So, like, all of the finance YouTube stuff is, like, actionable, mm-hmm. but, like, it's also kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's all good. It's all fun. I enjoy content, but... <sighs> yeah, I feel like I'm... I've been in a, a little bit of a cycle of like looking for something new that's going to stick. Like a lot of this yeah. stuff I found is just, this is okay for a while, but I don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what got me so excited about big Joel, big Joel. Yeah. His name's not actually Joel and he's not particularly big. Hmm. And I think his name's Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And I, I, when it comes to 
some more news. I think it just fits right in there with all the stuff I take in. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's... It, it Yes, it's just my opinion regurgitated back at me, and I, I, I recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, you know, I there's a big part of me, for instance, that wants to be like, oh, thank God, Joe Biden's president. I don't have to think about this anymore. And he's like, well... Actually, you kind of should because... Yeah, yeah. It's almost more important now to pay attention. Yeah, especially since I'm assuming you voted for him. I did. Yeah. And if he's doing things that I don't agree with, I should try and find a way of expressing that opinion. Yeah. Um, like the way that he said that the uh, apparently one of Joe Biden's big running platforms was a $15 minimum wage, which... They tried to get through with the uh, stimmy thing, which they probably could have. Yeah, and then he just said that he wasn't going to follow that. Yeah, well, and then they, they like, painted a target. uh, The thing that I thought was interesting is, like, I was like, well, fuck this Joe Manchin guy, right? Mm -hmm. For a long time, um, as the, the... stimulus stuff was kind of in the in the works and going through the house and senate uh, and that because that was that was what people were talking about is like joe manchin's gonna side with the senate parliamentarian or whatever who's a guy that according to cody's video doesn't like has power but doesn't have power and we respect the power although we don't need to yeah i mean it's and it's one of those things that just bugs me out like after four years of getting totally steamrolled in every respect to like i i get that there's some sort of like trying to put a hand across the aisle or whatever Mm -hmm. but like i'm i'm so maybe in maybe this is a bad thing on my end I'm, i'm tired of like trying to placate people who are that don't give a fuck about people yeah you know like I, I understand that. I, I, f- I feel the same way where it, there's... I remember learning about this in school, and it was during the time around Lincoln, the president. Um, and it was this thing called slave power that was maybe real, maybe fake, but it was people from blue states, or, or the North mm-hmm. is a more accurate way to say that, um, were supposedly vocally opposed to slavery but they were continuing to pass laws that allowed it to continue Mm -hmm. and it was this weird thing where it it, people formed a conspiracy theory that said that the people who are supposedly saying that they don't like this thing actually like this thing and it's this powerful thing in the senate and house of representatives and it kind of feels like that's still going on where like the Democrats are kind of liberal simp cucks for the Republicans where the Republicans are just going to treat them how they want and they're going to continue to give concessions. And when the Democrats have power, they seem to still just roll on their belly and, and don't take action on it. And it's like, no, this is the time that you're supposed to do this. Well, but, and then taking a step back, I think what we were talking about earlier is, well, they're in power. Like, Mm -hmm they're clearly benefiting from the system of governance and all of these flaws that have put them into a place where they're doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. So of course they're going to be like, Oh, ooh, ooh, we can't change anything. Senpai. Like, 
I see that meme and I'm a little bit too old to understand it, but I feel like it has sexual connotations that are weird. Yeah, it absolutely does. Okay. Yeah. I. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's, that's the thing. Like, uh, why would. And that's, you know. Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are people that seem like they're actually trying to make changes happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be pretty cool. Like, I'll be honest, I'm doing pretty good in life, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I've got a pretty good job. Um, I've got, you know, enough money. I've got a nice house. Um, so I am benefiting from the state of affairs. But I also think that I know enough people who just aren't. Yeah, and I I remember I'm in a very similar situation, and I remember being in a less advantageous position than I am now. Where it, and sometimes I still feel this way. Where it's like, where does all the money come from? Where does all the money come from that I'm going to need to pay my bills this month? And and how do I make the American dream happen for myself? Whatever I view that as, right? Um. And it, it doesn't seem easy. And it's like, well, you put your money in the stock market and the stock market is, you know, put money in, big question mark, profits. <laughs> yeah. And I, like I've been trying to get into it a little bit and it just, like politics feels a little bit like the stock market where they, just, they throw a bunch of stuff around and it's like, none of this really makes sense. And I don't understand why we do things the way that we do. Yeah. Um, why it hasn't changed more in 300 years. Yeah. Cause you know, rich people want to get richer and. They want to hold their proletariat down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sad too. <laughs> yeah. You doing and, okay, Oliver? Yeah. You, you, doing, you doing okay? Thanks, Cody. <laughs> no, I, I, I think bottom line, th- these are important questions. These are important things to bring with us throughout daily life. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether or not it's, fun to think about I mean to be fair I thought about these things basically every day for from 2016 to 2020 yeah um so I I I don't know I, like it, it's important to like stay vigilant I guess mm-hmm. and because I, I do think things generally speaking have made we've made progress you know, we were talking earlier about the 80s and how gay rights were barely even considered. And, you know, now we've made some progress in that regard. And it took a lot of pressure and it took way more work than it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but some progress has been made. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the systems that we are using to make that progress are totally bass backwards. Mm-hmm. But, but it has happened. Yeah. Um, so like having some sort of actionable thing where a group of people with progressive ideologies can band together and say, this is what we think, feel and believe. Look at, look at, look at Cody's view count. Look at his like ratio. Mm-hmm. This is, there's clearly people that are agreeing with this. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, one of the hardest things about politics is, getting those people together with other like-minded people and when when that happens again this is a con- criticism of the democratic side of the aisle is we have to care way too much about what everybody thinks so sometimes we don't get to 
take action on the most important things. Yeah. It yeah. seems like. Yeah, yeah. The liberal Democrats have a branding and priority problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Two different problems, but those are the main ones. So are I'm I'm subscribed already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in it. You know, I'm 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 gonna continue to watch some more news. Yeah, what's other stuff that's like this? Uh, I think you know, Legal Eagle, John Oliver, Lindsay Ellis, H Bomber guy, um, uh, uh, Big Joel. I, they're different, but I, I think they're exposés on stuff. Uh, Folding Ideas has a few things that are like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I heard progressive propaganda (laughs) small beans has a thing on their podcast feed that's called bold and it talks about um african-american issues in the united states so my pick yeah yeah what are we doing next time oh i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we should go a little bit lighthearted um and i'm just gonna force you to being that we somewhat talked about a cracked person this time, we're going to talk about Small Beans, specifically the one-upsmanship where they, they break down video games the way that smart people that you probably like break down movies on YouTube. Sweet! Yeah, and it's Michael Swaim and um, Adam Ganser who are both cra- cracked alumni. and mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on the Small Beans Network. It's super duper good. It's one of my like as soon as it comes out I'm listening to it and nice. I always enjoy it cool well uh, yeah it sounds fun oh is this the end of the season oh yeah no we got uh, two more episodes two more this is episode 22 okay what, we, what's gonna wow. happen after episode 24 uh, we're gonna take I don't know a month off yeah yeah a month off a month off and then we'll be back and hopefully raring to go and our production value will increase 50 times. Probably not. We'll see if Caleb comes back or not. And Where's... He's, he, uh, he wandered, where'd he go? He wandered into a closet and I think ended up in Narnia. And so we're oh. going to... We're going to send our producer Riza in after him. And oh, see gosh. If she can find him. And if not... She does got a good sniffer. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I, I, I feel like I should have been more aware. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was like he was here, and we didn't even bring up that he was new, and then he left again, so... Wow. We should see if he's coming back. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll do Cracked and then something else, and then we'll see you guys in a month or so. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Content with Content, the podcast where we talk about all sorts of internet stuffs. You can find us on Twitter at C with C Podcast or check out our website, contentwithcontentpod.com. I know we said you'd have another couple of episodes before our season break, but unfortunately we are still in a pandemic and Brent was exposed. So, this is it for the season. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, I hope we'll be back soon, about a month or so, with some more internet observations. So, until then, we'll see you in the comments section. And 
I'm a famous rapper, even when the paths are all crookedy. I can teach you how to do si do. I can teach you how to scratch a record. I can take apart the remote control, and I can almost put it back together. I can tie a knot in a cherry stem. I can tell you about Leif Erikson. I know the, all the words to De Colores, and I'm proud to be an American. Nice. I don't know that many of the words. 